whatever Jesus Christ says about it is what is what we should take. That is why I always encourage people, let us let us pay more attention to Jesus than to the devil. Let us not be people who master demons. And you know all the names of the demons in the world. All in an attempt to preach that you are spiritual. It's a waste of time. It's a, you see, you are empowering the devil the more. Whatever you pay attention to more, you empower. That's why some believers live in fear. Any little thing is demon, 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 demon. It's not so. Praise the Lord. Let's pay more attention to Jesus Christ. The Bible says where light is, darkness can never comprehend it. In other words, the only thing I need to do to drive darkness away is what? Have light. You know, and if I pay more attention on Jesus who is the light, the more attention I pay on Jesus, the more light I will have. Isn't it? Uh-huh. One of the strategy of the devil is to create fear. And then you want to you to pay attention to him. Praise the name of the Lord. You want to just do some things just to get your attention. And the moment you get your attention, you begin to magnify it and magnify it. Then before you know it, fear will begin to come in. And whatever you fear most is what will happen. It's all the strategy of Satan. Even some, if, if it's something that I'm going through in my life that I don't even understand, I've prayed, prayed, I don't understand. You know what I do? I ignore it. I focus on Jesus. Amen. So Jesus has the final say. No matter what anybody says, no matter the revelation anybody has, the, the scribes and the Pharisees of our times can confuse you with scripture. We have the Bible. Let's go to, okay, what did Jesus has? What, what, what is Jesus saying about this? You see, there is what you call the law of first mention. Right? The law of first mention is this. You know, anything that is said will always be explained. Can always be explained by when it, it was first mentioned. It's, a, it's, it's an easy way to study the Bible. Anything. That's why, and Jesus Christ used that a lot. There was a time they approached him and they told us, even Moses said to us, Moses is a great prophet, he delivered us, God anointed him, he spoke with God mouth to mouth. How can you now come to tell us to now say what Jesus, Moses said was wrong? Moses said, just write a letter of divorce and go. And Moses was a powerful man, you know. Uh, you don't agree with me. Man, that man was something else. If Moses were to live in our time, Kai, he was, Moses was something else. And they followed him, they believed him. I mean, you can't blame them. Everything is written. When Moses tells God, no, God, you can't do it this way, what happened? God tells, okay, thank you, okay, Mr. Moses, whatever you say. That's the kind of intercessor he was. Had solid relationship with, with God. Very solid. So when he said to them, look, just all you need to do is just write a letter of divorce and now you can't blame the people for believing him. They've seen him perform so much miracles. He spoke with God mouth to mouth. Amazing man. You can't blame the people for confronting Jesus that way. Right? But what did Jesus do? Jesus now applied the law of first mentioned. He said from the beginning it was not so. He said it was he now explained to them why Moses did what he did. He said it was because of what? 
the hardness of your heart. And you know, usually, every conflict in every relationship is because of what? Hardness of heart. One person will say, I won't agree. It's still the same thing today. One will say, oh, it has to be my way or not. And before you know it, great relationship, amazing. Just one doesn't need both. One will say, mm-mm. It's the same thing. And Moses being a man, listen to me, Moses as powerful as he was, was still a man. The man got fed up. Even God called the people, he said, your, this is your congregation, they are stiff naked people. Let me destroy them. He said, oh God, please, what, 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 what do you want me to say to people? All the people in Egypt, they will laugh at us. God said, okay. He changed the mind of God. But you see, he changed the mind of God, but Moses was still a man. The effect of all those things was still on him. He got to a point. Then I said, okay, <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> okay, what do you want to do? You know, it happens or, or sometimes like that. When you deal with some people, okay, okay, what do you want? Okay, w- I want to divorce. Okay, just write a letter. Make it formal. <laughs> just give. And they probably now make it into law themselves. And it became a law that they all inherited. Jesus now said, look, I have been from the beginning. I was there when that thing happened. I saw it. I knew what was going on. It was because that man, Moses, was still a man. He got tired of you. He now said, because of the hardness of your heart, that's why he gave it to you. From beginning, it was not so. So he now applied the law of first mention. He now referred them to where? To the beginning. The law of first mention. Everywhere in the scripture you see it. That's why even Jesus applied it. That's why let's pay attention words to the sins of Jesus Christ. Let's not rush through when Jesus speaks. And that's why those whom God has given the, the knowledge and the wisdom to, to put the Bible into print, they put the words of Jesus Christ in red. In red. Blood of Jesus. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. So that you will not miss it. Let's pay more attention to Jesus Christ, please. Pay more attention. Don't pay attention to men of God. When I say don't pay attention to men of God, I'm not saying that you should discard men of God. Men of God, God put them there. That's why they are called men of God. But anywhere a man is magnifying himself more than the word of God, ignore them. That you, are not, you are not sinning by doing that. Because some people have become more popular than Jesus. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That everything they do, they point people to themselves. Anywhere people don't teach you to be empowered. Where they said, every time, come, come for prayer, come for prayer, come for prayer. I will pray for you, I pray for you. It's run away. Praise the name of the Lord. God has raised up priests to teach. To teach what? The gospel. To show people the path. Jesus Christ came to show. Isn't it? Even Jesus Christ showed. That's our job. And that's what we are doing. Like tonight. We are showing you the word. To live by. By your own self and by your own life. The words of Jesus Christ. So when Jesus Christ says, if any man, it means it, any man, male, female, young and old, <laughs> of any tribe, any culture, wherever you are from, prophets, pastors, teachers, if any man will come after me, let him first do some things. If you don't do these things, you can't follow me effectively. 
You can have the language and the form. Are you listening to me? You won't go far. The worst thing is that you can become a scribe and Pharisee. And that's the worst situation to be. You see, people who backslided and they went out. It's easier to redeem them. People who, who have been born again and they went out. It's easier to redeem those ones than the ones that are still inside. <laughs> eh? They have denied Jesus already, but they have the form, they have the language, they have become scribes and they actually fast. They will do all the religious exercise, but the truth is, they don't know him. It's a very terrible state to be. Very, very dangerous. Please, let's learn to know Jesus. When I look at the men of God in the Bible that have been celebrated, they were ordinary men of like passion. And many of them make so, made so many mistakes. But for the mercy of God. I mean, how do you say of a man? A whole nation was going through terrible famine. The famine was so bad that people were beginning to eat their own children. It was that bad. And here this man of God was in his living room having was having fun. Who is this man of God I'm talking about? Eh? Elijah. He was having fun. Uh, you don't read your Bible. Then something happened. The king threatened him. If you don't do something about it. It, it troubled me. You know what he did? Until he was threatened. Then he stood up. And then he released a word. What did he say? He said, by this time tomorrow. Ah, every time I read that place, eh? it, it pains me. That says, so this man had the solution. He knew what to do. God has given it to him, but he hoarded it. So as great as Elijah and Elisha were, they were men who they made mistakes. That's why I keep saying people, don't follow man. I mean, that's one of the pages in the scripture that I read over and over again. I've read it over and over, asking a question. I said, but why did he do that? Why did he do that? Why? He had an answer. He knew what to do. The prophetic word was in his mouth. Until he was threatened. So if he was not threatened, then look at the other one too. He took the mantle. Eh? He was coming back. Oh Lord God of my father, Elijah. He parted the sea. Boom. Miracle happened. He was going. Then his colleagues, the sons of the prophets, you know they were colleagues. They were all students together in Bible college. Eh? You know what he did to them? What did he do to them? Eh? Sorry, the children rather, not his colleagues. What did he do to those children? <sighs> Why would you do that with the power of God, for goodness sake? What did those children do? Children are known to be naughty. Eh? Children are known to be naughty. You can hear noise there. 
whatever you are doing, how can you do that with the power of God? And some will say, I want power like Elijah and Elisha. I want to roast my enemy. <laughs> you won't get that kind of power. <laughs> That's why. But ah, in the Old Testament, eh, they prayed, they killed your enemy. God did this. My question is this. Who has the final say? What did Jesus say? Pray for your enemy. Love them. Hate you. He said, feed them. That's the final. I'm not arguing with you. Yes, some people killed their enemies in the Old Testament. And it looked like the word of God. You know, I said it looked like. I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> but the one who saved me, the one who delivered me, the one who paid the ultimate price, the one who says I'm his friend, and the one who says, don't worry, I'm going to prepare a place for you, said that the conditions to be met for you to follow me very well. So that when I come back, I will meet you well and be qualified. Said the first thing is you do is deny self. Because all those prophets operated in self. The one that killed all the children is flesh now. It's not demon. The human nature can kill. And we see a lot of that in church. We kill with our tongues. You see, what we are dealing with is so serious, ladies and gentlemen. This human nature thing. Eh? As we will see later, praise the name of the Lord. The tiredness I'm seeing in some of you is flesh. Here you are looking. <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. So, you know, the Lord is the one speaking. He says, deny himself. Take up his cross. Follow me. And we dwell on what is self. Last, uh, last week, just two contributions. What do we say? I know there's so much to say there. What do you say self is? The human nature, yes. What are those names? The old man. The old man. The Bible say, all things are passed away. All things have become what? The old man. What other name again? Hmm? Sinful nature. In other words, the nature that we inherited. Right? We inherited it. That's why Natural man will lie. Natural man will tell lies. Until salvation. Even after salvation. Huh? Many of us will tell lies. Isn't it? To let you know that this thing we are dealing with is a serious matter. Praise the Lord. God does not have a son without temptation but he has a son without sin and that's the person of Jesus Christ and that's the more reason we should listen to him he's our visual aid he's our guide because whatever we are talking about or we are going through he's gone through it before the Bible says we do not have an high priest who cannot be touched 
to the feelings of our infirmities. Everything. So when you want to do something new that you don't know about, and they say, oh, there are people who have done it before. What do you do? You know, to make things faster for you, you go and meet people who have gone through it before so that you will not go the, the, the Israelis' journey. Jesus Christ had gone through it. The Bible says he was tempted at all points, yet without what? In other words, Jesus himself, he was the son of God, but he came in this flesh. He was born by a woman. He was also born into sin. He had human nature that we're talking about. And he, he, he struggled with it himself. Remember when he was about to go to the cross? He said, Father, <laughs> I can't handle this any longer. He said, this is too heavy. Take this cup away from me. That's flesh speaking. He knew the assignment he came for. He knew how important it was. He knew it was very close to time. And he was tired. He was tired. He was fed up. He said, God, this is too much. And I see here tonight some people are tired. The situation is heavy for you. And the human nature is screaming. And say, look, it's too much. Jesus Christ did it. It happened to him. But he overcame. That's why we should listen to him. You know, when parents are talking to children, they say, hey, you better listen to me. I've been there before. Better learn from me so that you may make the same mistake I made. Praise the name of the Lord. So let's listen to Jesus Christ. So human nature is just the heart of being human. You know, living the way, I mean, thinking and behaving and reacting as a normal human being. And from all the translations we read, we could, well, I mean, it is also known as the, the, the old man, like we said, the flesh, the, the carnal nature, you know, the sinful nature, the lower nature, the human nature, the sinful self, sinful mind, evil nature, old sinful life, on and on and on. Different translations, you know. And then in Psalm 28, verse 3, and Job 15, 14, did we read that scripture last week? Let's read it now. Job 15, 14, Psalm 28, verse 3, First Peter 8, 1, 18. Let's read Job 15, 14, and Psalm 28, verse 3. Yes. Let's now read Job 15, 14. Mm. And he that is born of a woman, say, what is he? I should be righteous. Anyone born of a woman is actually born unrighteous. So it is unnatural for a man born by human parent not to commit sin is unnatural. I'm not saying it's natural. It's unnatural for a person born by a woman not to commit sin. Please let's take note of that. You see, if you understand this very well, we as believers, it will help us not to judge unbelievers. When we say, ah, that man is wicked though. But you see, what do we expect? He is not yet regenerated. 
A man that is not yet regenerated is capable of doing anything. You know, there's a saying that evil lies can kill. It's true. It's just that it has not found a good atmosphere to manifest, to express itself. So it's unnatural for a woman born of a woman not to sin, not to lie. Um, let's read John 3, 6, Romans 8, 8. Romans 8, 8, John 3, 6. Okay. That which is born of what? Flesh is flesh. Have you ever seen a goat giving back to a dog? Huh? No. Anything that is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. When we are born again, we are born of the spirit. We'll get there in the course of this study. When you are born by your natural birth, you are born of the flesh. Praise the name of the Lord. The son of a, a goat is a goat. The son of a lion is a lion. Right? The son of a serpent is what? Is a serpent. No matter the name you call it, you can call it a pet. <laughs> you see, this sinful nature we are talking about, if you look at, it is the listen to me, it is the nature of a serpent to sting. It is the nature of a tiger. Right? Anywhere there is blood. That is why all the people who keep this dangerous animal aspect, they will train them, they will tame them. Right? But more ultimately what happened? They attack them because that's their nature. And that's to tell you that the human nature cannot be tamed. It cannot be tamed. The human nature cannot be trained. It can't be trained. So what's the solution we'll find out? That is why, even after salvation, if you don't know how to deal with it, it keeps coming back. You know Paul, a whole Paul dealt with it. He said, who will deliver me? He said, the things I don't want to do are the things I find myself doing. There's a struggle. So when Jesus Christ says, if any man will follow me, the first thing you must deal with is what? If we understand this and we're able to deal with it, oh God, the body of Christ, the church of God would be a lovely place to be. Brethren would dwell together in harmony. Can I say this to you? The number one enemy of the church is not the devil. It's this issue we are talking about. The devil is secondary. The devil has been dealt with already. Amen. What is born of flesh is flesh. Whatever is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. It is the nature of man to commit sin. It is the nature of a dog to bark. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You see, <laughs> anywhere in the world, whatever name you call them, once ask a little boy, what is... Uh, what are pastors called in German? You say German shepherd. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Whether German shepherd or English shepherd or Canadian shepherd, as long as he's a dog, it will bark. 
no matter the kind of food you give to them, let me tell you something that will make you laugh. When we first arrived Canada, the <laughs> first time we go out and we are looking for something, and I said to my wife, <laughs> we saw a store. I was moving to her, I said, let's go. She said, no, let's, I said, let's check here. We've been looking, let's check this place. She said, can't you read? <laughs> I didn't know it is a store that sells dog food. Because... <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Where I come from, <laughs> there's no special meal for food dog. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But no matter f if you give dog human food to eat, the presidential food to eat, you will still back. It's the nature of dog to look for bone anywhere in the world. That's why some of their food they make it like bone. Is it real bone? It's not, but because it's the nature of a dog to eat bone. So it is the nature of man to sin. And this happened by the reason of the fallen man in the Garden of Eden. We inherited it. It's an inheritance. So whatever is born of flesh is what? And whatever is spirit, born of the spirit should be spirit. And that's what Jesus Christ also said. He's looking for those that worship him in spirit and in flesh. No. He's looking for those that worship him rather in flesh and in truth. Is it? No. You know why? Flesh has no ability to tell the truth. So that's why he's looking for those that worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. Anybody that worship God in the flesh is lying. And we have a lot of that in church. Are you following? Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, if husband and wife will get this, we're all guilty of it. Oh, there'll be harmony in the home. When I say you don't offend each other, you will. But when you do, because of the Spirit of God in you, as men that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, not as men that are led by the flesh. As because of the Spirit of God in you, you will learn to say, I'm sorry. You will learn to quickly reconcile. Because it is normal as a human being to offend each other. You know what the Bible says? It says, it says offense need come. King James says need. You know what? There's nothing you can do about it. Because we are still human, you offend each other. Yeah, look, you, you will offend. It's a matter, if you say, <laughs> maybe I met a couple in Calgary some years ago and we kept talking and this brother, as I was talking to him, I could see flesh in everything he says. You know, some people, when you meet them, but it's time they say five things. Four of them will first be about themselves. About self. And this and that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, then it got to a point I said, you know, my wife and I, we have never quarreled. I said, how long have you been married? I can't remember. I said, I think he said about 10 years. I said, you are a liar. <laughs> and the truth of God is not in you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When you talk of harmony in marriage and you talk of peace and joy in marriage, harmony does not necessarily mean there has not been disharmony. It is because there are people who have learned to deal with the flesh that when pain comes and they quickly resolve it regardless of who is taking the blame. Uh, let's read which other scripture again? Let's read Romans 8.8. 8. 
Can you see that? Can flesh please God? Uh-uh, please, can flesh please God? Flesh can never please God. Anybody who operates in the flesh, they that are in flesh, and you will see later that it's also the enemy of God. That's what the Bible says. They that are in flesh, you c- the flesh can never please God. The flesh does not like anywhere the spirit of God is. The flesh does not like the will of God. They that operate in the flesh can never please God. Can I say this to you that will shock you again? The flesh can do good things. The fact that something is good does not mean it's the will of God. There is difference between being good and being righteous. The flesh, ah, tell me, the flesh can good, do good work. It's very good. In fact, the flesh can good, preach good message. I will read it for Christianity the right way. The old path, not the broad way and the byway of today. This is what we are talking about. And you know what? God has not changed. He will never change. It's the same condition. That's why I know no matter how bad the situation of churches and the Pentecostalism or the Pentecostal that we are today, eh? they're still going to be revival. Things are still going to change. Because what is the church of God? The flesh can never please God. Mm-mm. When two people are in a relationship and they're always in the flesh, ah, it's a war zone. It's, it will eventually turn into a war zone. Because flesh does not like to admit that he's wrong. Mm-mm. Flesh does not like to say, even when flesh says, okay, I'm wrong, right? Deep inside, you say, okay, I'll deal with you. Okay, yes. That's flesh for you. When you hear, say, mm, I mean, I don't want anybody to rubbish me. Oh. Rubbish me. Mm, I'm too much for that. It's flesh. Jesus was rubbished now. Your Lord. As a matter of fact, you see, there are some height a man can never attain in life until he's first rubbished. So when you when you operate in the flesh, actually flesh at sometimes make you think you are going up, or actually on the long run is going to bring you down. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So every human being has human nature. The old man in him, not because of what he does, he does not do, because of who he is. All right, is born of the flesh. You know, John 3 6. Born of the flesh. Let's read 1 Peter 1 18. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 18. And then we now round up by looking at life in the flesh. We've started, we've gone into it already. Yes, 1 Peter 1 18. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. The human nature is an empty life that you inherited. This translation says from your ancestors, actually from our parents. We inherited it. It's an empty life. I, it was not paid with mere gold or silver which lose their value. 
God paid the ransom. We'll see later in Romans 8 that when Jesus Christ went to the cross, it is not only our sin that was forgiven. The Bible says the flesh was crucified. He said, knowing this, one of my favorite words is that word, knowing. That's the secret that we're going to be studying later, knowing this. The present continuous test is something you have to keep knowing, knowing, knowing every day. Knowing this, that the old man that you inherited was crucified with him. That's why we have to t- we take the, the bread that we sent his body that was broken for us. His body that was broken for us represents the fact that the human nature, he ha- on our behalf, he has dealt with it. But it's something you need to keep knowing. Every day you need to keep reminding yourself. So that when the human nature wants to react, because you keep knowing, you will remember, as, uh-uh, you, it is no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. You can't control me any longer. You used to be my, my master. You used to control me, but no more, because I have the Spirit of God inside of me. Praise the Lord. Is somebody getting anything? Will you go and begin to practice this? Some of us, the human nature <laughs> as, it's so complicated and yet simple to know. The human nature can be quiet. Can kill you with silence. You know when someone just be, just be quiet on you. And you beg and beg, what is it? What is wrong? My dear, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I said, I will deal with him. I won't talk. I will, deal, I will deal with them. I will deal with that. I won't talk. <laughs> Human nature can be quiet. And the quietness of human nature is not humility. It's actually pride. So pride, a proud person can be silent, can be quiet. Quietness is not synonymous with humility. It's not synonymous with humbleness. That's one hand. Another thing is that human nature is lousy. Can also be lousy. <laughs> human nature want to say want to have the last say. Was it here last week I was talking? You know, sometimes every point has been made. Three, four people made. But one thing human nature does is this where it is really manifesting very well. You want to be the last to speak. We now repeat everything everybody say. I make it look like a fresh revelation. <laughs> and such people, it is in them. It is in them. They were always doing it. And there are some people, every time they love to be controversial. Huh? Just to, everybody is spoken, and just to, just to destabilize and to show that, Yes. Huh? Is human nature. Many times I, I just I just keep quiet, I watch. And these things you see it everywhere. Board meeting is there. <laughs> eh? So colleges, it is there. Among professors, it is there. Hospitals, it is there. Everywhere. In class. Thank you. It is there. In choir, it is there. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, among pastors, it is there. 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. Seriously. Seriously. Human nature. Human nature. <laughs> human nature. <laughs> ah. It is human nature that will be very angry and we still smile. Human nature will never forgive. It doesn't forgive. We'll tell you anyway. Um, I'm still, we are still friends, though. Bra, bra, Ari. But you see, um, so that we will not offend each other again, Eddie Abby. <laughs> it, is, it is flesh, and God hates it. God hates it. Okay, let's let's look at the manifestation. Let's look at the manifestation, then we'll close. You know? Okay, let's let, let's look at Romans 8, 5, 6, 7, and 8. Romans 8. Let's read it from King James and Good News. If I want to read the good news, let's read somebody to quickly call first read. <laughs> you know. Some of you will know me by now. You say when, when I'm when I'm passionate, when something as I want to I want to say it in my dialect. I want to give you my grandmother's proverb. Some things I don't enjoy saying some things in English. It's not sweet. How many of you are Yoruba here? Do you know how to read Yoruba Bible? Ah, man. Ah. Praise God. <laughs> May you die to flesh. From tonight, you are dead to flesh. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It's serious, ladies and gentlemen. Some pastors had visited me before during summer. When they see the way people walk around almost naked, they say, How do you survive here? You know, I said, We close our eyes to drive. <laughs> the honest truth is this we have to be dead to it. There's no shortcut. If you are not dead to human sexuality, you are in trouble in the time we are living in. Because you see it everywhere. You see, what do they call it? You go to the mall, the one they wear clothes for. Look like human being. The pants they wear for it alone. The bra. If you are not dead to it, you go and begin to dream. You see, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. The times we live in is a toxic time. If all you need, listen to this, is everything you need is uh, is all those seven steps or effort, human effort, discipline. Are you listening to me? Pastors won't be falling. In fact, pastors won't be divorcing. To let you know how dangerous the time we live in. This we are talking about has no respect for anybody. You must be dead to it. Such that you are only alive. If you are married, you are only alive to your wife. Dead to every other one, and you are dead to it. Okay. Um, Romans 8, King James, quickly. 5 to 8, yes, King James. If you have good news, anybody with good news, get ready. Mm hmm. 
Those who uh, live after the flesh, they mind the things of the flesh. Those that are being controlled by the flesh, even if you are a Christian, the things of the flesh matters to you. Physical things, carnal things, you know, how you look, all those things mean more than the spiritual things. Right? And that's why I hear some, some preachers, you know, I can, let, me, I, I, let me try to always use my own industry, you know, in quote. It, it hurts me when they call it industry, but <laughs> just to get your attention. You know, that, oh God, don't let me go there. Well, I waste your time. Read on. <laughs> Read on. You see, it is whatever. You see, when the Bible says, it's where your treasure is. That's where your heart will be. Where your treasure is. Wherever your treasure is. It is normal. If your heart is always on physical, material things, trust me, there's no way you can be spiritual. It's simple. If, if you have money, material things, listen to this very well, and you are not a giver, you don't give. You know, the Bible says you should lay your treasure where? How do I lay my treasure in heaven? How? By the spiritual work I'm doing, by giving, by paying tight, by giving towards the building offering. It is, it is just that some preachers who are also operating the flesh have bastardized that sermon. It is spiritual, it is right. If you have a heart, you're a giver. Right? I don't want to mention it. There's a brother who is always giving. And when you talk of giving, it's not that he's giving anything big. But his heart, within the means that God has given to him, he's always giving. He said, Pastor, I'm committed to this building project. One day I saw him, he stopped by that board. That thing there. I moved closer and I noticed it was spring. And I've noticed, I'm sharing this because the person is not here. He will pray. Now, because he's laying treasure in heaven through that, his heart is there. But if you are not a giver, eh? and your treasure is here, always with you, right? Uh, you are in trouble. Because money is a master. It's a master. And you know why you should lay treasure over there? Because the Bible says where nothing can happen to it. But the one here, huh? uh, the Bible says money has wings, they can fly away. If it doesn't even fly away, where you die? Huh? There was one stupid, foolish man. He's on the internet. He's from, I won't mention the part of the country where he's from, but by the time I tell you what he did, you will know. Those of you from Nigeria. He loved, he loved his mother so much that when he was going to bury his mother, he bought, he bought a brand new Homer. Brand new Homer. Huh? And buried it with his own. Uh, can you see? Very foolish man. How many of you saw it? Do you know what? Okay, I'm not the only one that saw it. By by time you know where the ba that man is from. <laughs> okay, please read on, read on. Don't let us lose track as a random. Yes. Uh -huh. 
Wait. To be carnally minded is what? If you are living in the flesh, you are actually a dead person. Or you are just living. Uh huh. But to be to be spiritually minded, to live in the spirit, not to be controlled by the flesh, is life and peace. If you want peace for yourself, huh? Don't let this old man control you. He will confuse you and make you to lose everything you have in life. Uh, I've had people, even today I was in Richmond somewhere, I was talking to somebody, I've had people said, uh, ah, no, uh, that, that church, that African church, and somebody did this to me, and I said, go, where you are going to? Flesh is waiting for you there. Anywhere you go, flesh is there. Even flesh lived around Jesus. So you are not looking for a church where there is no flesh. Good luck. <laughs> even, <laughs> even if you find one, huh? the day you join it, because even you yourself, yes. Mm-hmm. Seven. Can you see a carnal person is an enemy of God? Carnal person is an enemy of God. Can you say you didn't say a sinner only? Even if your own carnality is always going to doing good, always good, it is still not, it is still an enemy of God. Because goodness does not mean righteousness. Please don't forget that. Yes? Can you see? It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it. The human nature is not subject. And it cannot. So if it's not subject to the law of God, it cannot. Then what's the answer? We'll get there. Yes? How many of us want to please God? You have to deal with this thing we are talking about. Now, let's read good news quickly. Then we'll close. Good news. Who is carrying good news? I know we are all carrying good news. But good news translation. Yes, ma'am. Now. Okay. One, one human nature is talking here. Let's, let's not have to. Now, please say that again. Wait. Those who live as their human nature tells them to. You know that our human nature has a voice. You know, at times, you're hungry. And you don't want to talk. And other times, if you, if you don't talk, you, you think you're a foolish man. Talk! Say something! <laughs> what is that happening? Human nature is telling you. Those who live by what the human nature tells them. Go on. Have their mind controlled by what human nature wants. Human nature has desire. And it is a desire that we tell you to do. One of the desires of human nature is pleasure. Human nature loves pleasure. You know what I mean now? <laughs> we tell you pleasure. When you're supposed to be doing spiritual things, you just sleep more. You are tired. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> eh? What 
those uh, Richard saying? Please. Uh, uh, the Lord provide for his Lord. <laughs> In fact, human nature will use scripture to prove, to convince you. Uh-huh. By what the Spirit wants. Are we following? This one is telling you, this is what you should do. That one is telling you what you should do. And both of them is what they want. But we know that the Spirit of God is always doing what the Father wants. The desire is to do the will of God. Go on. Can you see? Not necessarily physical death. Spiritual death. Death of relationship. If you leave, if you allow the human nature to control you, huh? you get into trouble. Uh -huh. To be controlled by the spirit. Uh -huh. In life and peace. Allow peace to reign now. Keep quiet. Allow peace. Keep quiet. The human nature will tell you, you know, <laughs> you're not supposed to go there. You know that if you go hang out with those people, you'll come back saying all kind of jargons. You, you end up drinking or smoking. You end up sleeping together if you go to that room with him or her. But the human nature is telling you, go. Go. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Okay, nothing will happen, I know. Nothing will happen. We have agreed. Nothing will happen. How many times? Over and over. It what? It will happen. Then after a while, then the human nature will say, you are not strong spiritually. <laughs> I know if I ask you, you won't lift up your hand. That means you can identify with that. You won't. Human nature. <laughs> ah, oh God. Uh -huh. Wait, people become enemies of God. Now, you are the enemy of God, you of course will have been enemy of each other. Why? Because of human nature. He didn't say because of the devil. Oh. We lie against the devil a lot. He didn't say because of demon. Human nature. Human nature. Human nature will tell you that person is your enemy. That person is the one doing this and all that. Eh? But they do, not, they do not obey God's law and in fact they cannot obey it. They cannot obey it. Why? Because the human nature is the enemy of God. Anywhere there is righteousness and the will of God is permeating, the enemy want to, the human nature wants to cause confusion there. Have you ever seen a team that is working in harmony? Huh? Then suddenly somebody just graduated from workers in Tiny Fresh. That's what, that's to tell you that human nature can also work through fresh, <laughs> fresh graduates. All in the name of, well, we want to make things happen, change. Before you know it, they scatter the whole thing. Human nature. Human nature. 
to live in the flesh is to be carnally minded. And to be carnally minded is enmity with God. Amen. Finally, let's read 1 Peter 1.18. Living Bible. Living Bible. Who is carrying living Bible? Living, living. Don't worry. The one you are carrying is also living. But there is one called living Bible. Anybody with living Bible? Sister. Yes. don't have it oh okay now he said for you for you know what was paid to set you free from the worthless manner of life added up by your ancestors it was not something that can be destroyed such as silver no this is not the translation i want is that living bible no 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 i want living not new living okay nobody's kind of living bible uh Living. Nobody. Okay. Okay, read it. <laughs> That's uh, um, First Peter one eighteen. No, that's not the translation I want. Then I must be the one that is wrong. You see, human nature is working there. Uh, yes, ma. That's what she read, man. Uh, anyway, let's close. You see, the translation I'm looking for, I think I must have made a m mistake in my note here. It says to live in the flesh is to live an impossible life. An impossible life. An impossible life. An impossible road to heaven. Something like that. It said impossible. Praise the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, this issue of the flesh is so important. On a daily basis, we have to conquer it. Every day that we wake up and say, Lord, today, deliver me from the power of the flesh. This human nature. A man lives in the flesh not just when he commits sins. That's what we are saying. But when he allows his mind, when he allows his actions to be led or controlled by the human nature. Can we just say a word of prayer? Time is gone tonight.